Support for 100 Watts and a Wire is brought to you by 100wattsandawire.com. To subscribe to the show, simply click the RSS feed. While you're there, apply for your free 100 Watts ID and learn how you can help make 100 Watts and a Wire listener-supported. Click the Donate page and pick the option that works best for you. We've got a traveling toolkit, 100 Watts and a Wire gear, and more. That's 100wattsandawire.com. And ICOM. Heard it, worked it, logged it. It is time to get the transceiver that is best suited for your lifestyle. ICOM offers a variety of high-performance and innovative products. See how you can make the most out of contest season with ICOM. And LDG. LDG automatic tuners are built with industrial quality components for safety, durability, and long life. LDG microprocessors run state-of-the-art matching firmware to find a match in seconds. For more information, visit ldgelectronics.com. And now, from Grid Square Echo Mike 48, this is 100 Watts and a Wire. Show enough. Well, hello to you. It is the end of August, and here in this part of Missouri, we are as hot as an oven, as they would say in the B-52s. No love shack. No oosh-oosh. Just hot. Hot. But, you know, it's August, and we expect that, and we've had some really mild temperatures Leading up to the hot ones. But when the hot ones come, it's like heat indices of 119, nope, nope, 420 degrees. Just like your oven. That's what's up. Back to you, Polly. That's all I need to hear, man. Hot. They said triple digit heat indices. So it made, you know, clearing and weed eating a challenge over the weekend. It's fine. We worked it out. You just have to be smart. We don't always think about hydrating ourselves. We need to do that. When I say we, maybe I'm just reflecting. Maybe it's just me. Because I can drink a gallon of water. I'll come out of that field and we'll drink. Questions are being asked of me. My little ones are like, Daddy. And they're both Daddy, Daddy. And a hard swallows. The ones that annoy you if you eat. Again, with me, you eat with people that chew with their mouth open or swallow too hard or talk with their mouth full. It's a pet peeve of mine. Glunk, 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 glunk. Probably a sign that it was too effing hot and you didn't have enough water in you. And I sweat. Oh, man, I sweat like crazy. All right, as uh, most of the people have tuned out now, spent a lot of time this weekend clearing, getting ready. You know what? The walnut trees are starting to release the leaves. I mean, seriously. And it's not like a new discovery for me. A couple of weeks ago, I'm talking early August 2018 here, we're seeing leaves coming down. And I don't know if they're confused or what's up, but just they're like, "Ah, I don't know, man. I like to hang out with you guys in the fall and the colors are pretty. The mimosa trees look nice and... Gee, fellas, I just want to let them go now, okay? It's just so hot. You can hear the trees, clunk, clunk, clunk. 
Did a little bit of portable operation as well in between. Uh, tried to sit in the shade. Too hot to be in the old wooden shed. It's a great shelter. Solid. Sure, you may have a random bug or you know something come through. Spiders, most likely. But no rain. It's a great shelter. I fixed it up and I talked to my girls about maybe doing some camping. Certainly getting like a fire out there. I don't know if they're ready to like sleep out there in the old wooden shed at the edge of the woods, but you know, maybe, maybe, we'll see. But it was too hot to be inside. So I found a, there's a redbud tree nearby and I just set up camp and uh, we hung out. We did a little bit of uh, portables. We had the Kansas QSO party. And I also discovered later in the weekend probably Sunday, that there was a geomagnetic storm, that the sun was just, you know, doing what the sun does. And dear sun, I love you, sun. You're so beautiful. When you come up early in the morning, I look forward to seeing you. Oh, look at that. She's so pretty, beautiful. And then when you set in the evening, and boy, you can be hot during the day sometimes, but I sure love you. You make everything grow. And you help with our propagation. But when she closes the door, Sunday night's net was just, I mean, it happened. And probably 40, 45, 46 contacts were made. But it was rough, man. Ian was rolling in Maine. Steve was up there in the Pacific Northwest. And I was in the middle of the country calling, talking, next thing, nothing, nothing. They could hear me, we could hear each other, they couldn't hear each other, the, uh, you wouldn't make it. We made it to the middle and out. But I was like, uh, day, I'm done, it's a TV night here, uh, yeah, see you guys later. And, and they will grind it out, they'll grind it out for a while and they were communicating back and forth, although they couldn't hear each other, they could communicate through text messaging and that kind of thing. To sort of see, you know, did you did you pass it? I don't know. Did you pass? Yep. Okay. And they went like troopers, man. They'll go in there, and it was like a recovery mission. Just digging out who you could. I, d- I was digging out who I could. And I was like, you know what? It's book time. I'm going to go read to my daughter. This is just, you know. Mm-mm. No, sir. No, sir. What did you do? Lots of great projects. And, uh, you know, on Facebook, I'll ask, you know, what are you doing this weekend? And, and, and it just shows you that we are much more than just amateur radio operators. I'm always inspired to see the, the family duties always take precedent. Things that you need to do around the house, things you need to set up, even if it's as simple as fixing a toilet paper roll or something larger working with your deck and doing these things or going to these places and doing, you know what? It's a case of, you know, we are more than. And this is how this show, I think, is positioned. Again, we're not doing, yeah, I say we, I don't know, man. Is this a crutch I'm getting involved in? Because I hear the guys on the radio and like, yeah, we went to the doctor today. And it's like, just it was just you, right? We. So I got to cut that out. Was I talking about? You know, but that's a crutch. 
That's what we call in the broadcasting business. That's a bit of a crutch. We, yeah, we took the dog for a walk today, and it sounds like there's six or seven of you. Oh, Lord. It's coming, that time where you just lose your train of thought. If only I could rewind. I mean, I could. I'm not. Uh, less editing for me is going to be better. Anyway, talked about Kansas. We talked about the net. Oh, the duties. The things that we do. The other things that we are, right? 100 Watts and a Wire is really the intersection of life and amateur radio. And I do that from time to time. And I know because people are... They get a little wacky when I'll post up something like, you know, Aretha Franklin passed away. Thanks for the music. You know, every now and again, I think people are kind of hip to the fact that I started the thing and then they're, they don't, they don't, you know, break my balls as much. They just let it go. Turn the dial. Like Mr. Riley said. Turn the dial, right? Just let it go down the feed. They used to break my balls. And, uh, you know, hey, it's not radio-related. If Aretha Franklin's not radio-related, I don't know what is. I'm a music lover. I love music and other things. When I post on social media, what are you up to? What are you doing? A lot of it is not ham radio. Or, you know, there's a chance that I'll get on 20 meters. There's a chance I'll set up in the state park. There's a chance, but I need to take care of this, this, and this. And it's good to see everyone taking care of their families. Greater point, we are more than just amateur radio operators. And 100 watts in a wire is more than just constant amateur radio. It's where life intersects. It is the crossroads between life as we live it and our public service, our hobby in amateur radio. That said, we're going to pause here. We'll come back and talk about a little bit more next. In a land where we're all 20 over, this is 100 watts and a wire. The competitive edge you've been looking for is here with the IC7851. Raise the bar and hear what others cannot with this flagship HF transceiver. It has reciprocal mixing dynamic range, crystal clear LO design, a spectrum scope, dual receivers, and a digital voice recorder. Plus the IC7610, the SDR every ham wants. And just in time for contesting season, this high performance SDR has the ability to pick out the faintest of signals even in the presence of stronger adjacent signals. The new ICOM 7610 is a direct sampling software-defined radio that will change the world's definition of an SDR transceiver. And let's not forget the IC7300, changing the way entry-level HF is designed. This high-performance, innovative HF transceiver with a compact design will far exceed your expectations. To learn more about all of ICOM's HF radios, visit icomamerica.com slash amateur. This is Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel. Returning. All right, it looks like Yesu has released two new models. In the FT-DX101 series, it's a 200-watt radio. I think they're calling that the Dash MP. And then a 100-watt version called the, uh, the D model. So you got MP, and maybe that's for more power. And the 100-watt rig is uh, just 
D. I don't know how they label these things, but it's nice to see Yesu back in the game, making a commitment, you know. I love those old radios, man. The FT-101E or, you know, in that line from, was it the 80s? You can see them now. You can pick one up for a couple hundred bucks. And they're just cool looking and they sound good on the air. Almost bought one. Almost bought one at my first Dayton. The man selling it said two bucks, two, 200 bucks. And I said, oh, price is right. How's she doing? And I knew this cat, right? I knew him. And he works on a lot of radios, and he's got a good reputation for working on boat anchors. Well, this is a solid-state rig, and he's like, 20 meters doesn't work. And I was like, oh, man, And I, because I had 200 bucks, and I love that radio. And I didn't buy it, and later I was told, you know, that would have been an easy fix, man. That's a good price on that. And he, the dude selling it just won't crack into a solid-state radio. He just wasn't going to do it. It's like, eh, not my deal, not going to do it. At least that's what the story was. And I was like, okay, it makes sense. But, you know, 20 meters, I kind of like that. I got a 20-meter antenna. It would be good and all. Plus, I was being advised, you know, make sure the radio you're buying is, you know, on point, meaning 100% working, which is pretty hard to find when you're going back 25, 30 years for a used radio. But, you know, it's possible. But you have to be careful who you're buying from. Dude was somebody I knew. The price was right, but it didn't have 20 meters. A guy in Australia told me, hey, man, I could have walked you through that fix. This was, you know, three years ago now. I didn't buy it. But I had always wondered, why isn't Yesu really, you know, pushing hard, man? It's like Kenwood and Yesu have let ICOM just kind of take it, man. Take it, Usain Bolt, like, we'll run the race and we'll get there. Would like to see all of the radio companies step up, man. Keep pushing them out there. Maybe this for Yesu will be something to push Kenwood. Maybe Kenwood will come out. I know Kenwood put out a new radio in Xenia. Looked beautiful. Looked expensive, too. I have not even met or spoken to anyone from Kenwood. I'd like to meet them. I'd like to have them on the show. I'd like to hear their radios and what they're doing. I'd like to hear what this Yesu's doing. But it's, it's harder for me to seem to crack that egg or that nut. Watch it. But all right, Yesu, way to go. They've released some HF rigs. Likewise, ICOM has released the 9700. Another new radio, or at least it's coming. It was presented in Japan over the weekend. And that's exciting. That's exciting. Uh, VHF, UHF type radio with all those sensibilities. Excellent. They just keep banging things out. And right now, you know, I own a Drake and I own ICOM. I would also try Yesu and Kenwood and U-Kits and Zygu. I love HF. I love radios. Right now, my ecosystem is ICOM and the Drake. The TR7 is my girl. She's going to stay with me. But uh, welcome back, uh, Yesu. Congratulations on the release. ICOM, of course, congratulations on your VHF, UHF, or however you like to position those letters. I'm surprised I got through it with my slight dyslexia. 
So we had a geomagnetic storm coming along, and uh, that made the net pretty dicey. So I decided I would uh, take my portable antenna, and this was all about tinkering. Sometimes people were like, see, child, why in the world do you take and you raise a mast and you put an antenna up, you make a few contacts, and bring it all back down? Well, I'm practicing. I'm getting a little faster in my setup. I'm starting to recognize now that I don't need to bring out everything that I have. I think a mistake a lot of the newer hams on HF is we think we have to have so much stuff. And you look at the QRP, our brother's doing QRP and everything fits in a tic-tac box and they put it in their pocket. Next thing you know, they've got 40 meter antennas and tuner and the radio. It's all back in their pocket. And you're like, wow, man, that's, that's impressive. And it is. But for me, I didn't go right to that like, hey, let's make it as small as we can. I wanted to roll out a boat. You know, I wanted to take an RV full of equipment out there because, you know what? If my battery died, I got to have another battery. And I got to do this. Our friend's doing QRP with these small batteries. Battery dies, they go home. Like, whatever. For me, I'm like, we got to pack up triplets. We're redundant as hell. But anyway, I'm getting better, and the reason I do it is to test myself. And I test these antennas. They're in the same sort of situation. In the last couple of weekends, I've been trying to stay outside. I love it. Outdoors. I'm an outdoorsman. Studying a little bushcraft. Doing a little bit of you know, wood splitting. Working around the homestead kind of deal. That's kind of the guy I am, right? I grew up in the city. However, 15, 16 years ago, I had the opportunity to get a little peace with trees. And um, that's what we do. So I set up and, you know, I've got an antenna out there that I'm trying to not perfect, but I'm testing it under different circumstances. So the situation with the hang, the way it goes up on the mast, the location where it's spiked into the ground and tied off, staying the same. Conditions are changing around me, but I've got different wire. I've tried ladder line. I've tried thicker gauge wire as my center leg. This week, snip, snip. Not like a testicle snip. I'm talking about snip, snip. Cut these wires. It's three wires. Go out almost like an off-center fed dipole, and the center leg drops down. They're all connected at the center. Raise it up. And I put, I think it was 16 gauge instead of the 14 gauge and with wire you know the higher the numbers go the smaller the wire gets i wanted it to be smaller lighter frankly i was having trouble with the third leg hanging down you guys just it didn't come out right why is it all of a sudden you die it's like in school i see you giggling back there when the third leg drops down sir the wire that i had you know it was getting kind of like crimped up, twisted up. I didn't. I just didn't like it. It wasn't folding. You know, even the over-under wasn't working. And then I went with a larger gauge. And it was like, yeah, I don't know, man. Now it's kind of balky. It's not wrapping. It doesn't kind of roll up. It does the over-under, but it's still kind of balky. Took it off, put in a 16-gauge wire. Now I've got a red antenna, completely red antenna. Kind of cool. And I'm studying, you know, 
to set up in the breakdown. I want to see how the wire reacts, how it rolls up, how it goes into my bag, how it stores and carries. And uh, I can do all this while pushing my girls on the swing and playing and having a good time. Daddy's just right there, goofing around with his antennas. It's science. Science! So that's what I did. I rebuilt it with 16-gauge wire as the uh, third leg. (laughs) And we'll see how it performs. Maybe next weekend I'll put that up there. and We'll just see how that one plays. Before I go, I want to talk a little bit about here. And, you know, I don't know enough, and sometimes that's what gets me in trouble. Does the government own WWV and WWVH? You know, the clocks, the radio stations that give us the clocks, calibrate radios, give us propagation numbers. Yeah, we get so now it's like there's a petition to save these two radio stations. If your local homegrown station, privately owned or owned by a huge conglomerate that is ruining broadcast radio for the last 20, 25 years, nobody cares. This one gives us the clocks, calibrates our radios, and gives us propagation numbers, and we freak out because the government isn't going to support it. I don't mean to get too political here, but sometimes it's selective in what we want the government to support, right? Because this one's radio-based and tells us what time it is and how to calibrate our radios and what the propagation numbers are, we want the government to fund that? Is that what we were saying? You know, the, the lynch here, like, the thing that I don't understand is, is who owns this radio station? If you and I owned it, the government wouldn't support it, right? They, no. Would we want the government to support it? No. Yes? No? It's just interesting that we, you know, maybe it is a government thing, and I'll look into this a little bit more, but as a radio man... Wanting the government to support a radio endeavor or to continue a radio endeavor, even if it's their own thing. You know, the government's going to do what the government's going to do, man. That's what we have to recognize. It isn't about parties. None of us are going to be happy half of the time, right? Because we're too wrapped up in wearing the jersey of the team we think we like. Well, what government's in there right now that's not going to support this? We're going to blame this on some other person, right? It's just the government. It's just the government, man. It's one thing. It's one thing. We get twisted up on the sides and the uniforms that we're wearing and who we're supporting. I'll find out who owns this radio station, these two stations, WWV and WWVH. There's a petition going around where you can sign it. You're welcome to go sign it. But now we want government funding to support the radio stations that tell us what time it is, calibrate our radios, and give us propagation numbers because that's radio-related, and we need that, right? So I'm just trying to figure out what side of this and how I'm supposed to think about this because we sure do balk about the government getting involved in our stuff. We don't want that, then we do want that. Then we don't, we do. You get like me, you just start thinking, they don't care, man. They don't care. They don't care. They'll tell you, go look at your cell phone. Yeah, right. The cell phone is going to crap. Die out first. The battery will die and eat up. Won't even reboot. You know what I'm using? Sundial. I'll use the GD Sundial. Come on now. Come on now. It's just confusing. 
The point I'm missing and speaking a little bit in ignorance about is the fact that does the government own these two stations or is is it private owned? Is it military government? Slash, you know, I don't know. I don't know, man. We just get so riled up. Now we're signing a, a petition to make the government realize that we, and, and petitions are fine. Petitions are fine. There's people can't eat and feed themselves or have benefits or have any of that stuff. But, you know, there's petitions for that too. But clocks, calibrating radios, and propagation numbers. It will up. Hey, hold up now. Now that's the fuck, you sons of bitches. Now, man, I don't know. What are we picking these things? What makes the cut where we get upset? Just because it's a radio thing? And you need to know what time it is and how to calibrate your radios and the propagation numbers. I'm not telling you that it's a bad service. But we want to make sure that the government continues to fund that service. All right. Okay. It's not a debate. Try not to be political here, but holy cow. There's so, there's so much going on in the world, man. Lots of bad things going on in the world. Many of us don't want the government in our lives. Don't want to tell us what we can do and how to regulate ourselves. What to eat. Where and what time it is and how to talk and say these things. Some of us don't want the government to support people. Ah, no. No programs like that. Uh-uh, no. I don't believe that. Nope, government should have been me up and now. Government shouldn't provide that service. Nope. Mess around and talk about not having the time? How to calibrate our radios and our propagation numbers? Oh, that's it, you son bitch. You, I'm going to forward this on to everybody in my email chain, and they're going to they're gonna write to the government and just tell them. Ugh. I got to get out of here, man. Government comes to shut me down. Who's going to write? We're not going to fund. Not going to fund. I got to get out of here. This is just too much for me today. This is why I don't get involved, man. This is why I don't get involved. There's people believe that this is a value. There's other people that believe feeding people is a value. There's other people that believe uh, rights are a value. That people are, you know, people. Cue the Depeche Mode. Kick it. I'm going to sing it out today. Boom, boom. Bang, bang, bang. That show they did in California at the Rose Bowl, I don't know, somewhere around 1988. Oh. Hard to beat. Hard to beat. Look it up. Depeche Mode. That means fast fashion. I was in Depeche Mode in a hard way, man. was digging that. It's hard to look cool up there standing behind a keyboard. They could do it. They had the tunes, man. They did it. They've moved into having some live instrumentation like drums and more guitars, but there was a time they were just mostly keyboards. You're cool with that, man. Good light show, good tunes. And the chicks loved Depeche Mode. I'm sorry, but when the ladies like the band... Yeah, it's worth listening to it. Rush, on the other hand, you can't find a girl. I love Rush. YYZ and Moving Pictures was one of my first records. You go to see Rush, ain't a damn girl around. Where are the girls? 
What's this? What is this? You know? Stop bumping into me, dude. You know? It's all right if you get spilled on by a girl. Ain't no damn girls at the Rush show. Love Rush, though. Ain't that kind of gig when you go see Depeche Mode, Dave Matthews, Pearl Jam, Neil Young. Oh, I don't know what I'm talking about. I gotta go. I gotta get out of here. Son, I love you. If um, you could find it in your heart to uh, give us a little bit more this week, you know, just make contacts within 500 miles would be cool. I, I, I did. I know you're right. I did. I, I did. I did work Kansas a lot, you know, in Pittsburgh once, and I... That, that was probably it, I think. But I'm very grateful for that. If I'd have been in trouble, I would have certainly been able to get someone 400 miles away from me to drive slowly and get to me five hours later. But thank you. I did make the contacts. And Kansas sounded great. Good for you guys. That Custo party sounded great coming into Missouri. Good stuff. That's 350, 400 miles or so. Somewhere between three and 500 miles, depending. Wrap it up. Take care of yourselves. All right. Take care of your families. And by all means, if you can, please try and stay above the noise. To join the 100 Watts in a Wire community, visit 100wattsinawire.com.